0: Good afternoon. You are welcome. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. We thank you, Father, and we bless you, Creator, for this wonderful time that we have this moment. May all honor be given unto you for everything that will happen here, for the word that will be spoken, for the souls that will be worn, for the lives that will be encouraged, for those who will be healed. Um, Everyone that will be transformed, Lord, let the honour be yours. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. You are welcome. And I know and I understand that um, people are listening and watching from different parts of the globe. So um, I appreciate you for that. And may God bless you. I want us to pray together. And in doing so, I would like us to read the book of 1 Thessalonians, Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 18. Praise God. I want us to pray together, and I would like us to read the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse number 18. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 18. Praise the Lord. I'll give you a minute to open that. I would like us to read it together so as we are praying, we do have the context, we do have enough from the Word of God for us to offer our prayer before God. Hallelujah. All right, verse number 18, the Bible reads, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, the scripture is letting us know that God has a will for you and I. And His will is that we need to give thanks in everything. We need to appreciate Him for everything. It is not circumstantial, it is not based on emotion. But the word says, in everything, we need to thank God. That is the will that he has for us through Christ Jesus. Now, I want us to pray that God, through the Holy Spirit, may help us to develop a heart, an attitude of appreciation. That we should develop an attitude where we appreciate God for all that he does for us. That we should be thankful and grateful in everything at all times. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we are using your word from the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 18. And the scripture clearly says that in everything we need to give thanks to you, for that is your will for us in Christ Jesus. My Father, forgive us where we have failed to acknowledge you and give you thanks. Help us that we should always know that you remain God irrespective of what is happening. Help us to recognize that, Father, as long as we are alive, it means you have a purpose with our lives. Help us that in everything, my Lord, through everything, my God, we should always thank you and appreciate you and at this moment my Lord God I pray with your son with your daughter with your children my father we are asking that you help us for we know that there are moments where we forget where we are carried away where we are caught up in the moment and we do not appreciate you help us that Lord in spite of what may be going around what may be happening We should always recognize that we have to thank you, our creator, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My Father, for this moment that we have, Lord, that we can come together and hear the word of God, we thank you. The fact that we have good health, oh Father, we are not on a hospital bed, we thank you. And even if it happens that one of us is on a hospital bed, the fact that we are hearing the word, we are receiving the word, we thank you whatever situation we may be passing as we are listening as we are hearing this word we thank you my god we say may your name be honored we say may you be praised we say may you be glorified for you are god the creator in the mighty name of jesus christ father we thank you and we honor you we bless you, your oh god and we pray that whatever sin we have in us forgive us wash us clean us purify us in the mighty name of jesus Father, as we are about to receive the word of life, let it fall on a heart that is clean, on a spirit that is ready. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, receive the praise of God. Receive the honor of Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. This is an important prayer that um, we need to develop the attitude, the character of always thanking God every moment. That whatever is happening in your life, whatever you are going through, even if there's nothing in particular, when you sit, just say, thank you, Father, that I am able to breathe. Thank you, Father, that I've got a roof over my head. Thank you, Father, that I have a family. Thank you, Father, for my relationship. Thank you for my partner. Thank you for my employment. Thank you for my academics. Thank you for my career. Thank you for my business. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry, the work of God. Thank you for the servant of God. Thank you for my friend, my sister, my brother. Thank you for my mother, my father, my auntie, my uncle. Thank you for my nieces, my nephews, my cousins. You know, just thank God. Hallelujah. Thank him for the nation. Thank him for where you are. Develop that attitude of appreciation. I have a word this morning, indeed, this afternoon, And the title of the message that I'm here to deliver to you is Be Content. Praise the Lord. Be content. And that word content means to have peaceful happiness. Hallelujah. So the title or the word today is Have Peaceful Happiness. Or you can say to be satisfied. Praise the Lord. With your looks, be satisfied. With your relationship, be satisfied. With your child or your children, be satisfied. With your ministry, be satisfied. With the home or what God has blessed you with, be satisfied. With the career that you have, be satisfied with the skill or the talent that God has given you. Perhaps you have a talent in singing, a talent in dancing, a talent in arts. Whatever form of talent or gift which you have, you should be satisfied. You should have peaceful happiness with what God has given you. Now, a few words. The trouble that we have today as children of God, is that we are never satisfied. Are you with me? Today, God answers you. Say you are sick and you are healed. You wake up tomorrow and the fact that you don't have the food that you like, you are complaining, you are not satisfied. If your cry was that you should be able to pay your bills on time, And now that you have paid your bills on time, and it happens that one thing did not go the way you want, you begin to complain. Be satisfied. You were looking for a job for so long, and now you have got that job, and all of a sudden you begin to complain about your boss. You start to complain about your colleagues. You start to complain about the company. You start to complain about one or two things at the workplace. Be satisfied. You wanted to go to school for so long, now you are in that school, that college, that university, and all of a sudden, you start to complain. You wanted to have a space of your own, your own apartment or your own house. You have been blessed, you've got the grace, the capacity that now you've got a one bedroom apartment. And all of a sudden, you start to complain about the bathroom, the kitchen. You are complaining about the space. Instead of appreciating God that, thank you, I wanted a house, now I have a house. Receive the honor. You are complaining. So the message, the title today is be content, be satisfied, be happy with what you have. Be happy with where you are. I understand you have got a drive to grow. I understand you have got a drive to reach um, new heights. I understand you have got a drive uh, to to, 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 um, attain things that you have been planning for. But there is a way of doing it. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Philippians chapter 4. I'll read verses 10 to 13. Be content. Be content. Hallelujah. You receive a miracle today. You are celebrating. Tomorrow you are complaining because you don't have the bread you wanted. You see, you're not the first one to do that. The children of Israel, the Bible says that they were with Moses. And they were walking in the wilderness from Egypt to the promised land, Canaan. And the Bible says that they were complaining about being hungry. They were complaining about not having food. And the Bible says God made a provision for them that he caused manna, which is known as food for the angels, to drop from the sky for them. They are the only people in history to eat food of the angels. And even after receiving this manna, the Bible says they still surrounded Moses, they still complained to Moses. So they were not satisfied. They were not content. They didn't have the peaceful happiness in them over what God had done for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as a man, as a woman, as a boy, as a girl, you have to reach a point where you learn to appreciate, you learn to be happy with where you are. You learn to be happy with what you have. Now, I am not saying you should settle for less. You have to understand, praise God, this needs the maturity. We are not saying you settle for less. We are not saying you settle for poverty. We are not saying you settle for abuse. We are not saying you settle for sickness. no. But we are saying you need to have the understanding of being able to appreciate God where you are. To appreciate God for what you have. To appreciate God for the steps that you are taking. Philippians chapter 4 verse 10, let's read. The Bible reads, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Verse 11, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to, ab- to be a and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's pray for the reading of the scripture. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. I honor you, Lord, for the word that we have read is life. The word that we have read, Lord God, is opportunity. The word that we have read is power. The word that we have read is knowledge. The word that we have read is understanding. The word that we have read is insight. This word, my God, can cause us to develop a a, a, Greater ability to do things. The word that we have read, Lord, can be the fuel we need to drive and prompt us to move forward. The word that we have read can lift us and cause us to see afar. The word that we have read can cause us to detect and know when opportunities are around us. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, we are talking about be content. And we have read the book of Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 to 13. According to Bible scholars, this is an epistle, a letter that Paul wrote while he was in prison somewhere else. And he wrote this letter to encourage the people at Philippians. He wrote this letter to encourage the believers. And the Word of God is saying in his letter in verse number ten, he is saying to them that I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last uh, your care for me has flourished again through, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Now verse eleven is what's interesting. He is saying that I am not speaking these words because I need something. I am not speaking these words because I lack something. I am not speaking these words because I am looking for something. But he says, I am doing so because I need you to understand that I have learned to be content. I have mastered to be happy. I have mastered to appreciate God. I have mastered to thank God. I have gotten to a point in my life where I say, Father, thank you for my life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for what I'm able to do, what I can achieve. Praise the Lord. And he was continuing to say, I have learned that in whatever state, I need to be content. So even if I am passing a phase where I've got a sickness or a condition in my body, I am still grateful. I am still content. I am happy. I say, thank you, Lord. When I am passing through a situation where I'm in lack or in need, I still get on my knees and I say, thank you, Father. When when I am passing through a phase, a moment where it seems to be dark, I still thank you, Lord, because I know that you are God. This is the kind of attitude that reminds you of the word of God by David in the book of Psalms chapter 23, where he said, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Where he is saying, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So he's understanding that what he is going through, what he is passing is not ideal. However, he's still acknowledging God. He is still appreciating God. He is still being satisfied with what God has done for him. Sometimes what causes us not to receive our blessings is the attitude or the habit of always complaining. Which results in us not being grateful for the things that God is doing for us. Imagine being a child, yeah, or rather, let's put it this way imagine being a parent. You are doing everything possible to supply what your child needs, you are doing everything possible to give or offer the best that you can for your child. And what you get in return is a child that is complaining, is a child that is fault-finding, is a child that is pointing the things that are not happening, is a child that is comparing what you are doing with what someone else's father or mother is doing. How would you feel as a parent? Imagine doing your best as a servant of God and you're going out of your way, you are teaching, you are preaching, you are standing on that pulpit every Sunday, you are hosting different meetings, you are going around and you are visiting people, you are encouraging people, you are praying for people, and in return, people cannot acknowledge or appreciate the work. Imagine the effort that you are putting in your workplace and nobody is recognizing it. How do you feel? So we are, we are saying that you must, when it comes to your relationship with God, it is important that the little things that are happening, thank him for those things. And this brings us to the reason why we prayed at the start using the word of God from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, where we're saying in everything, give thanks. And you must understand that scripture is not selective. It is not saying in the things that please you. It is not saying in the things that make you happy. It is not saying in the victories or achievements. It is not saying in the successes. But it is rather saying in all things, in everything. Meaning even when you are shedding a tear, according to the word of God, you need to find a moment to thank him. Even when you have just failed or you are failing, you need to find a moment and thank God. Even when you have just gone through an embarrassing moment or an embarrassing phase of your life, still find it to go before God and thank him. Because Paul is saying, I have learned that in everything and in all things, I have learned to both be full and to be hungry. The trouble that we have today is we are Christians or children of God that only know how to thank God when we are full right? When our belly is full, when, when our bank accounts have got money, when we are in a happy relationship, when we are living in our dream home, when we are driving our fancy cars, when we are putting on our fine clothes, when we are getting up in the morning and going to that workplace, when the business is going well, when you are friends, you know, with the people, when people are calling you and they are remembering you, that's the only time that we are, we are good at appreciating. When the opposite happens, when there is no one near you, when you have got nothing to show for, when you have got nothing to smile about, can you still thank God in that moment? Praise the Lord. Because you must know that in life, you are not guaranteed happiness only. You are not guaranteed success only. Let me remind you again, as a child of God, you are not guaranteed a smooth sailing. I have said this a number of times already this year, that you need to know that Jesus already said that if they are going to not believe me, the son of God, if they are going to call me names as the son of God, if they are going to accuse me as a Messiah, if I am persecuted as a Messiah, then you must be ready. You must understand that the path, the decision you made, the choice that you took to follow me is not going to be easy. The word of God says the decision you have taken to be a child of God. You must know that the path that you are now walking is very narrow. The gate that you are planning to enter through into heaven, it is very narrow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this you have got the knowledge of, this you should be aware of. It is not to threaten or to scare you. It is rather to cause you to be aware of the journey of the choice that you have made. Be content. Praise the Lord. Appreciate the things that you have. They may seem small. If today you can only afford bread and peanut butter or butter, thank you God for that. If today you can only afford a meal where it is only as simple, afford, uh, 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 appreciate God for that. If today you can only afford to go on a two-day holiday in the same country, thank God for that. If what you can afford is to buy clothes from store A, thank God for that. If the food that you are eating can only be from a specific shop because of budget reasons, thank God for that. If your mode of transportation can only be a public transport, maybe a bus, a train, thank God for that. If you can afford only to drive a used car, thank God for that. If the house that you are living in today can only be a small house according to standards, thank God for that. If you can only afford to send your child to a specific school because of your budget, thank God for that. Hallelujah. Today, people are in debt and in trouble because you are trying to go out of your way to be many pleasers. And in turn, people are blacklisted. People are in financial debt. People are in financial uh, insecurities. People are in trouble with loan sharks because you are trying to go out of your way to please the people. Understand, be happy where you are. Be happy with what you have. Be happy with who you are. Hallelujah. You see, you are like me, right? You are dark. Maybe you are tall or you are short. You may have big eyes like me. Maybe it is your nose or your ears. Maybe it is your mouth, your lips, I don't know. Be happy with who you are. Today, people are going into plastic surgeries, not because there was an accident that they are trying to help you know, resolve or restore their body, no. But just because they are not happy with how they are, people are going into plastic surgery. They're having themselves cut or they're they are having implants of, of all sorts. Now, if it makes you happy, we thank God for that. But what I am saying is, you must understand that there is an importance in being content, in being satisfied with who you are. You must be a confident woman, that when you look at yourself, you say, Father, thank you for how I am. Praise the Lord. As a man, you must reach a point where you can appreciate God for who you are and say, Lord, I honor you for who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the the other trouble that we have in not being satisfied is that we are pushing our partners to get into trouble. You find as a man, you are pushing your wife to go and do things or take things just so she can please you. Hallelujah. As a, as, as a wife, as a woman, you are pushing your husband to get into debt or into trouble because you are pushing him to do things or achieve or afford things that he cannot afford at this moment in time. Be content. Be satisfied. Reach a point where you can call one another, sit down and say, my husband, my wife, my, my, my love, um, thank you because of where we are. Thank you because of what we have. I know we have got dreams of being somewhere better, but for this moment, thank you, my love, that you can provide this. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are comparing your pastor or your prophet or the servant of God with someone else. Now that servant of God is under pressure to try force matters so he can also perform miracles now he's under pressure or she's under pressure so that they must prophesy like another prophet and in turn you are causing people to go out of the way and seek powers not from god be happy be satisfied with what you have if you only have a handful of members as a servant of god you must thank god and say father where i am thank you O god thank you for the members i have thank you for what we can afford thank you for the place that we can afford hallelujah still trust him but a time will come where we will grow but for now you deserve the honor god be satisfied be content hallelujah you are wishing to go to a country or to go on a holiday and yet you do not have the resources be happy with where you are and what you have in the moment keep trusting god and keep working hard a time will come where you can also afford other things Paul is saying, I have learned that even if I am hungry, I should be happy. He says, even if I am full, I should be happy. He says, even if I am suffering, if I am in need, if I am in lack, if I am in want, I have learned to be happy. He says, because I understand that I can do all things through Christ Jesus So, even if I have failed now, I thank God because I know that I can pass, I can succeed in Christ Jesus. Even though where we are now is not pleasant, but I know we can make it to a better place in Christ Jesus. Even though I am unwell now, I thank God because I know that in Christ Jesus I can have my healing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Be content. Be satisfied. Now, as a child of God, you need to learn how to appreciate God for what, where, and who. Okay? In being content, in being satisfied, in being happy with where you are, what you have, you must appreciate God for what, where, and who. Now, the what is whatever you have. You must thank God. Don't say, I'll only thank God when I have my mansion. I'll only thank God when I have my husband. I'll only thank God when I have my wife. I'll only thank God when I have my child. I will only thank God when I have my dream job. I will only thank God when I have a membership that is so high. I will only thank God when I travel the world. No, don't be such a person. Thank God with what you have in this moment in time. And where you are in life, wherever you may be, it is not a competition. Praise the Lord. Just because your friend or someone else has whatever it is that they have today does not mean you should force yourself to be there also. But thank God, be content with where you are. Hallelujah. appreciate God and say, Father, I would want to be doing this, that, and that. But for now, I thank you that I can do this in this moment in time. I know a time will come where I will afford to do that. But for now, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Before I went to the university, when I finished my um, high school education or my secondary school education, right, I applied for the university, but there was no space. So what I was told was to go to a college for a couple of um, trimesters, And then after those trimesters, I would then go into the university. I was not happy at all. But what I learned to do was to appreciate God for what I had. So I went into the college for those trimesters and I applied myself. I I went there and did my best up until a time came when I then transferred into the university. So what I am saying to you is your attitude matters. Your attitude is important. Hallelujah. I fully believe that God checks your attitude. God checks my attitude. God checks how we are behaving. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we can be like a spoiled brat or a spoiled child. All right? So your attitude and your behavior matters. How you're carrying yourself or you're handling yourself in whatever you are facing right now is important. Hallelujah. Remember, Job was being monitored by God. After God had said to Satan that, listen, there is no one on the earth like Job. And when Job was being tested, God was watching. God was looking. God was studying him. God was paying close attention to say, how is he going to react? How is he going to behave? How is he going to speak? How is he going to carry himself? Now that things are not as they used to be before. And the Word of God says because ultimately, when he conducted himself appropriately, when he proved himself indeed as a child of God, the Bible says the latter days of Job were better than the former days, that he was blessed with more children, he was blessed with more servants, he was blessed with more belongings and more wealth. Why? Because he was approved of by God. So you might be facing what you are facing because it is part of a process that God must approve you, that God must certify you. So you need to be careful with how you are handling yourself now. Be content. Be satisfied. Hallelujah. Stop comparing with where you are from and where you are today. No. Where you are from is gone. That is history. Hallelujah. Where you are from is gone and that is history. It is where you are now and where you are heading to that matters. How you carry yourself with the now would determine how far you can go in life. I'll give you a personal example, and then I close. Um, when we were young, right, we were fortunate that we had parents that were doing very well. We lived in the finest neighborhoods. Um, we had drivers driving us. Um, we were in the finest schools. We went to the finest places for hotel. We could afford anything and everything in life. But life changed when we lost our dad, that everything was gone, and that became history. So I believe we are being monitored by heaven, how we would behave, uh, how we would carry ourselves. And we had to reach a point where we had to let go of everything that we were or we had before. And thank God for the moment. I remember being in a one-bedroom house with my mother, with my siblings, hallelujah, not even a whole house, but in a single room with my mother and my, my sister on a bed, my brother and I on the floor with our older sister in the other corner, um, with our helper, in a room. Hallelujah. And I remember us appreciating God for that moment. I remember us being happy for that moment. The food that we had only being tea and bread, maybe with butter or without butter, I remember us appreciating God and being happy for that moment. When the only food we could afford to eat at night would be a, a, a pap or, or mini and, meal and eggs, that's all we had. We would appreciate God for that because in the moment, that's what we had. Hallelujah. So today when you see life changing, you can appreciate and understand that you are being checked by God. That how are you going to respond to the situation? How are you going to respond to the circumstance? Be content. Can you still worship God when you are lonely? Can you still worship God when you are alone? Can you still worship God when you are sick? Can you still worship God when you don't have a job? Can you still worship God when your business fails? Can you still worship God when you have been divorced or left alone? Can you still worship God when you have been fired? Can you still worship God when you have been demoted? Can you still worship God when you have got a negative report about your health? Can you still worship God when nothing seems to work? Can you still worship God when your family is just fighting? quarreling? Can you still worship God when there is no peace in your marriage? Can you still worship God when there is no peace in your family? Can you still worship God when there is trouble everywhere? Can you still worship God when everyone seems to speak negatively about you? Can you still worship God when things are falling or falling apart in your life? When you have just failed, can you still worship God? Hallelujah. Be content. Be satisfied. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is the test of a child of God. That when you are at the lowest of lows, can you still get on your knees and say, Father, you are worthy. When you are in tears, can you still get on your knees and say, God, I praise your name. Hallelujah. When you are in pain, can you still go before the presence of God and say, Father, I thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When the news is not positive, can you still say, God, I trust in you. I rely on you. Jesus, you are worthy. Can you still say glory to God? Can you still say hallelujah? Can you sing my hallelujah belongs to you when nothing is working? Because it seems like we are good at singing these songs when we are celebrating. We are good at singing these songs when people are praising us. We are good at singing these songs when people recognize us. But the moment no one knows our neighbor, can we still say, Father, you are awesome. Be content. Be happy. Be satisfied. Hallelujah. Look at your daughter and say, I am satisfied. Look at my, your son and say, I am satisfied. Look at your wife and say, I'm satisfied. Look at your husband and say, I'm satisfied. Look at your partner and say, I'm satisfied. Look at your job when you go to that place of employment. Get ready. When you get there, say, I am satisfied with my job. When you start to do your business, whatever business it is, whatever you are doing, say, I am satisfied. Hallelujah. When you are eating your food, whatever food you have today, say, Father, thank you for this food, for I am satisfied. Whatever house, whatever neighborhood you are in, when you get into that house, when you arrive in that neighborhood, say, Father, I thank you for this house. I thank you for this neighborhood. Whatever land you are living, wherever you are staying right now, tell God, I thank you for this land. Hallelujah. Whatever you can afford today, my God, still thank God. Whatever clothes you can afford to put on, whatever, you know, perfume that you can afford, still thank God and say, Jehovah, I honor you for this. Hallelujah! They put on that shoe with a smile. Put on that dress with a smile. Put on that skirt with a smile. Put on that top with a smile. Put on that shirt with a smile, and appreciate God that it may be the only shirt I have. It may be the only shoe I have. It may be the only makeup I have. It may be the only thing that I have. Maybe the only wristwatch I can afford. Maybe the only cell phone that I can afford. But I thank you, my God. Maybe this is the only TV that I can. Afford I thank you, Lord. Maybe I can't afford a car today, but as you are walking to take your public transport, appreciate God. Hallelujah. Tell God and say, Father, I thank you that I can get on a bus. I thank you that I can get on a train. I thank you that I can call an Uber or a taxi fire, Hallelujah. So whatever you can afford now, thank God. It is not what you can afford that determines you being a child of God. It is your relationship with God that will cause God to be happy with you. It is not the what, it is not the where. It is how you are with God. Because sometimes we think the measure of our relationship with God is in what we have. But that is incorrect. David was anointed king while he was still tending the flock of his fathership. While he was still in the bush, hallelujah, there was a prophet waiting to anoint him as king. While Abraham was still old, before he was even Abraham, while he was an old man, while Sarah, before she was Sarah, was an old woman, hallelujah, that is when they were called by God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. While the same Philippians we are reading, the man who wrote that book, Paul, while he was still so persecuting the church, going after the church, that's when God was looking for him. Hallelujah. So while you are busy disqualifying someone, laughing at someone, you don't know that God is after them. My God, that's a revelation. I am saying while you are busy gossiping about her, gossiping about him, gossiping about them, speaking bad about them, you do not know that God is looking for them. While you are busy saying she can be nobody in life, you will never amount to anything. They will never amount to anything. You have no idea that God is busy looking for them and preparing for them. My God, let me remind you in um, Psalms chapter 23, it says what? He prepares the table in the presence of my enemies. Nobody sees God preparing the table. Hallelujah. You are not there, they are not there, but God is busy preparing the table. And when He's ready, that's when people see, they behold, they witness the table. Hallelujah. Because God is now done preparing the table. So, what am I saying? You should be happy, be, be, be content with where you are. Praise the Lord. Thank Him with what you have now, because you don't know what He is working behind the scene. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, I thank you. My Lord, I honor you. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you, my God, my creator. I give you all the glory, my God, because you are wonderful and there is no one like you. You are Jehovah. You are El Shaddai you are Elohim, you are Yahweh, you are I Am, you are all the names that have been given to you because of what you did for your people. That people could familiarize themselves with you. That people could look at what they have, what has happened with them, and what you have done for them and give a name my god i honor you, O oh lord i don't know what you are about to do with them but i know that you are god that is on a mission i don't know what you are about to do with her what you're about to do with him but i know that you are god with the purpose i don't know father what table you are preparing for their life but i know that according to your word you are saying you are preparing a table in the presence of their enemies I don't know what enemy they have, but I know that as God, you are preparing something remarkable for them. Father, may they not give up. Lord, may they not quit. Strengthen them, Holy Spirit. Encourage them, O God, in the name of Jesus. That, yes, it may be painful now. It may be embarrassing now. It may be difficult now. But Father, remind them that you are still God. Give them that heart to appreciate and to thank you, oh Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, be content, be satisfied. Take a moment, stop whatever you are doing and just say, Father, thank you. Don't be caught up in the rush. Don't be caught up in the um, um, yes, the rush, the race where everyone is chasing a high, everyone is chasing something. But learn to put the brakes on, apply the brakes, and say, Father, I just want to thank you. Stop running for a moment. Stop running for a day. Stop running for a week. And just say, Lord, I just want to thank you. It is important. Let him know that, God, I acknowledge that my life is in your hands. With that, I have come to the end, and I am wishing you a lovely afternoon and a beautiful week that starts tomorrow. Um, Enjoy the rest of the month, and remember, be satisfied, be content, be happy. Enjoy, and God lift you. Shalom.